2: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
3: Hey, we're live, pal. I didn't even use the intro. Here we go. I didn't use... (laughs) I have it. I didn't use it. I don't know why, but we're live. I hope so anyway. I don't see anyone pop... I don't see... There we go. I see people populating now. I see questions coming in. Sorry, guys. Casey is not here. He is in Houston, so I'm running the show. I'm doing the boards. I'm doing the questions. I'm doing the producing... It's It's, early. You might have noticed we're starting. The sun is not up. The sun actually is (laughs) is rising right now in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, You might be wondering why we're doing this so early. It's because, as I said, Casey is in Houston. He's at going to be at the UFC 265 media day, which I believe starts 30 minutes after we end today. So we'll end at 8 a.m. Pacific time, and then I believe media day is scheduled for 8:30 a.m. Pacific time. We will have that live stream on MMA Fighting's YouTube page and on the site. I don't know if we're streaming on Twitter and Facebook. I will leave that up to Casey. But you guys, well, for all I know, that might start early because AK, you have been to a Media Day in a bit. Alex, have you you've been to you've not been to the new format. You went to a couple pandemic events, but it was pre-Media Days, correct?
4: Yes, pre-Media Day.
3: Yeah, sometimes the fighters want to get it over with and they'll be like, "Can I start right now?" and they're an hour early and no one is set up. <laughs> so, hopefully that doesn't happen. Well, hey if they want to get it over with if we get an hour of Derek lewis i will take it but anyway you guys know the drill you can ask the questions in the comment section on youtube you can ask your questions in the comment section on the site twitter no promises i'll get to those right now today because i'm focused on i'm kind of focused on doing a thousand things at once so if i don't see it i apologize but first thing first things first alex how is life in california we haven't seen you on the a side in a bit
4: it's been a minute Yeah, no, we've been kind of preoccupied had my sister's wedding a month ago I feel like she got it just under the wire of now rising cases and uncertainties again. So we're happy (laughs) Life is calm again.
3: Life is calm. A.K. How's life in Markham
5: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for correctly designating where i'm from not not just we're not just the greater toronto area But yes from markham, uh, things are good jose There could be better covid wise Uh, again. We're having a little bit of struggles With people wanting, you know, the the quarantining and getting the, and all that. And it's, it's not ideal yet. Uh, We're, we're still, I think we're back in theaters. We're back in theaters. And I recently watched the ninth, the ninth Fast and Furious film. So we're somewhat returning to normalcy.
4: So Uh, the Fast and Furious thing, that's for real. You really like those movies. Oh,
5: he loves it. You thought that was, you thought that was a gimmick? <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> chat, chat, chat! Uh, if anyone's in the chat up this early, send any Fast and Furious questions. Uh, I will answer either on the show or I will contact you directly and ask. I'm working on a book, Alex Davis. So someday I oh will my. write the Fast. I like, the I like, I like, the, I like the third one. It's so good. Thank you. Because You're a man one, of culture.
3: I think the third one is an underrated film.
5: Uh, Jose, like you're film, a man of culture. Like film, you're a man. I see people all the time go like go like oh i like all the fast first movies except for tokyo drift i just no, pretend to no, and i'm like fun. you whoa what are you excuse me that's the best what soundst- are you
3: has the best soundtrack
5: so good so good in
3: rhode island it one of snows uh my friends and i used to like because we we're stupid used to like drift around corners in the <laughs> snow and ice obviously <laughs> listening to the tokyo theme song but we were like 15 and 16 oh years God. old uh-huh. so it is what it is i'm not sorry did we get in a car accident maybe <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But you guys know the drill. Ask your questions. We'll answer them. Tokyo drift related or not? I saw the Green Knight the other day in theaters. That was a fun movie. Oh, so, it was so thirty minutes too long. They didn't show the actual ending. Just their game one in the Green Knight. It's two and a half hours. It's a long movie. That's a lot. It's a lot. And they, if if you've read the story, they did not even they ended it before the ending. Anyway, that's neither here nor how
5: art- there. How artistic of them.
3: Got a little too artistic for my take, but anyway, let me find these questions. I am so unprepared. <laughs> I have no idea where the questions went. This is great.
5: I, 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 I am participating, by the way, but I see Fast Furious questions coming in. Guys, I will answer those in chat, but I will also All be right, paying attention to the MMA questions.
3: First question AK, we're going to get them right away. <laughs> DM. Okay. This is Timmy, oh, yeah. Timmy O Show DM'd Alex. Alex, you said this individual has been asking you a lot of questions and we haven't got yeah. to any of them, right? So we're going to get him right out of the gate. Questions for the A-side. One, reports of Bellator viewing numbers were released today, but I've seen some tweets that say YouTube numbers from prelim in Canada were included. So from your team's research, what were the final ratings and how do you guys think it positions them? F- positions them fit the future? Well, I don't know the exact ratings. Uh, you'd have to ask. I would ask my our colleague Dan Martin. He seems to be the ratings guy. But AK, how was the? Uh, in, where I, so I can't give you exact numbers or how they fit into it. But how was the reception in Canada for the Bellator fights?
5: Well, I can tell you the number. So. So, because the the Bellator card up here is actually free on YouTube in Canada, we do not have uh, Bellator does not have a television broadcasting deal up here. It used to be on, uh, well, we had we have Paramount Network up here, so it used to be on Paramount Network, but it's not on there anymore, and we don't have Showtime. There's no Showtime in Canada. So, uh, so the, the good thing is though, until there is a TV deal, we can watch for free on YouTube. So the numbers I'm looking at are pretty good. Again, this is just raw YouTube numbers. I don't know exactly how to how to extrapolate these and uh, translate these into like television viewership uh for the prelims is kind of weird for the prelims 294,000 views this is just on the bellator's youtube channel and then for the main card uh 223,000 views so i'm not sure why there'd be less views um on the main card so that's a little confusing
3: uh maybe <sighs> that is confusing
5: i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, again uh, unless uh, unless a lot of I'm trying to think, like, is there is maybe there is some way to watch in Canada that I'm not aware of, but I don't know why people would choose. As far as I know, there really isn't. Again, we don't have Showtime up here, um, but either way, pretty good looking numbers compared to the actual Showtime numbers. I'll I'll bring those up in a second. Um, there was quite a bit of controversy because, obviously, I know for you guys in the U.S., Showtime Sports is a premium channel, right? You have to subscribe mm-hmm. to that.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Do you? I mean, well, I mean, of course, you guys watched it, so I assume you have it you know, you would never watch something through nefarious. So they
3: have a, they have an app. So if you have the Showtime app, you can, you can stream it there. So like my television, I don't have cable, so I can't go to like channel like 304 and watch Showtime, but I can tee up the app and anything that is, then you can pay for it on there. Or you obviously with Bellator, you watch, you watch it for free. So basically if you spend like $5 a month, you get all of Showtime's content.
5: Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, so, but you still have to pay. You're still, yes, you're still, you subscriber. You're correct. subscriber too. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to bring up the numbers here. I'm just being a bit slow. But uh, of course, the, the UFC card did a lot better. And, and, you know, you have people now saying, how could a card headline by sort of this non-event uh, middleweight bout, a good middleweight matchup for sure, but compared to what was being hyped as, you know, the biggest fight in Belter history, how could it do such a big number? So Strickland and Hall did 797,000 viewers on ESPN. And apparently peaked at 953,000 for the main event. Bellator 85,000 average, and uh, 177,000 for the Mm -hmm. for the uh, main event. So under 200K, but that's actually a really good number, I think, relative to most Bellator cards. So you again, people have to kind of view these. uh, You know, you can't view these in a void. There's 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 it's comparative. But I understand the public perception that um, that it looks bad for Bellator.
3: I would be curious to see how much live viewers were happening in Bellator, right? Because like mm-hmm. obviously in this stream, we get like X amount of viewers, but then when it is done and it is on YouTube to see how many watched after the fact. I don't know how many people are watching Bellator live as it's happening. Uh, Alex, you you did you you watch it on Showtime? Obviously, um, what did you make of the uh, product as a whole in terms of the the production of the Bellator fights?
4: I don't know. I always think it's great. It's always. I mean. I find the pacing a little slow. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I'll look away, especially when, when UFC is happening at the same time and we're posting, you know, winter graphics or whatever, and you're like, is this fight over? Like, oh, my God, did I miss a fight? You're like, oh, it hasn't even started. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> with our attention spans these days, I mean, like, you were just talking about a two-and-a-half-hour movie, like, impossible. I need this stuff to go. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it was a great show. Yeah, the pas- show. the
3: pacing was a little UFC on Fox-ish. But <laughs> anyway, another question from Tim- Timmy o- Osh... Osho. Apologies if I mispronounced your name. This is much smaller. On the morning combat, Luke and BC say that the best way to keep AJ Bellator is by giving him double champ opportunity, potentially boxing fights, and good payday. But now, with Dana mentioning his name and Bellator not having the capital to give him 30% of McGregor pay or in the potential future due to low viewing numbers versus UFC equals less fanfare, do you guys think it's less likely for Bellator to keep him in the coming years? So... Uh, we're probably going to get a few questions about AJ and Bellator. Actually, I know we're going to get a few questions about AJ and Bellator and AJ in the UFC. Uh, AK, if you're Bellator and Scott Coker, put on your Scott Coker hat and for one second pretends that you can actually talk about the future not say, I'll get back to you. <laughs> How, what is your three-step game plan to keep AJ McKee?
5: Oh my gosh! I mean, well, CBS has to be the first step. Getting him on CBS or, and and non uh, show non Showtime sports. Getting him on a regular yeah, Showtime. Get him,
3: get him out from behind a paywall.
5: Get him out from behind a paywall. <laughs> well, well, thing is, that's step one is getting him from behind a paywall. I do think one of the next two steps has to be getting him back behind a paywall. I don't mind the pay per view <laughs> idea. I saw a lot of people making fun of it. You know, uh, as soon uh, that was one of the quotes we kind of grabbed for a story after Bellator uh, two sixty three. And and I get it. It's it's. And especially now, people look, I'm sure people look at the numbers now and be like, you couldn't get them to spend $5, whatever, on a Showtime sports subscription. How do you get them to spend $40 to $60 on a pay per view? But again, they don't need to do UFC numbers with a peer review. They want to break something like 100000 Can they do that with AJ McKee? I think it's possible. It has to be the right opponent. It has to be the right, just give me the right circumstances, the right weekend. You know, you got to pick the right weekend. The time, timing is everything. So that might not be step two. Like step one, CBS, show, uh, mainstream Showtime step three pay-per-view step two in there somewhere is oh boy uh, i love the idea of uh, someone said send him over to ryzen for a fight i'm not sure how much that helps his cachet over here um but if anything just to keep him busy and if you're not going to do the pitbull rematch um but step two is definitely do something creative with it i would love the i love the idea of a boxing match some sort of sl- dumbass celebrity boxing thing if bellator could promote that one of their cards it hasn't been done before uh in, in that way uh, having an mma promotion actually just promote a Freak show boxing fight like that? Just try it. You're gonna have to get outside the box because I think I think uh, Timmy raises a good point that otherwise, within the next two years, there's gonna be a lot of McKee to UFC talk. There is now, but it'll become very very realistic in the next two years without without a concrete plan.
3: Yeah, I don't know what his contract situation is either. So if he has X amount of fights left or X amount of, I don't know how Bellator's uh, champion contracts working on the UFC. When you become champ, they kind of they can hold you for as long as they like it extends your contract over time don't know the case uh for that but alex i think you admittedly didn't watch a lot of bellator i would assume before joining mma fighting i know you and i have covered the bellator fights you and i covered a.j mckee's fight in chicago he fought pat <laughs> Curran in chicago i just thought of that mm-hmm. um did he come off as a star after his performance and during his performance <sighs>
4: part of me wants to say yes, but honestly, like, no, my, you know, my baseline for like stardom might be a little bit higher than a lot of people with MMA, because I think I'm always, there's so much of my life that's not in MMA that I see how honestly small the MMA sector really is. Like people talking like, oh, isn't yeah. you're being a star outside of MMA. Like no, he's not, truly not, not yet. he's really not, not yet. you know? So no, uh, AJ, the only person who has transcended MMA, well, I guess Ronda Rousey, too. I, I do, like, my mom test. Like, does my mom know this yeah. name? If I say Ronda Rousey, she knows who that is. Conor McGregor, she knows. AJ McKee is nowhere near um, that level. But, you know, if we're talking, like, going to UFC, like, what, what does Belter need to do to keep him? I mean, money talks. I think that's kind of just, like, the big thing. I mean, Scott is very adamant about, like, building up his talent from the beginning. Like, that's why they're just picking these people. They're not taking top talent from all these places. It's their goal to, like... Train them and raise them, and now they build their own stardom. But so, but to keep someone like that, you gotta, you gotta make it worth their time. So
3: yeah, I think he did an interview with our own Damon Martin. Plug Damon again, where right before his pitbull fight, he said Max Holloway is still his junior opponent. At some point, he wants to fight Brian Ortega because when AJ McKee was 19, he rolled with Brian and Brian tapped him with a triangle, and he goes, "I just want that back for myself." <laughs> but he says, "If the check's not right, don't talk to me." So you are correct, Alex. Money. Money talks and AJ AJ McKee's going to need a lot of money to stay. Maybe he'll win another million dollar tournament anyway. Four Corner Sports and why? How likely or unlikely are we going to see UFC 268 at MSG for November after the news that came out for New York City? Also, if New York t- UFC 266 doesn't happen at NYC, what other venues would fit perfectly? It has Usman versus Covington 2, Miami, Vegas, or other? Hashtag the A side. AK. <laughs> How likely or unlikely does the UFC touch down in New York City in November?
5: I mean, I think it's possible. I I, I know. Uh, so my understanding is that they're, you know, they're just sim- simply the mandate is like, look, you got to be double vaxxed. And you, I assume some sort of I don't know how you guys are handling proof in the United States, some sort of proof of double vaccination before being allowed into indoor restaurants, you know, things like that. And that's not no, a thing. no, it's just a word. It's just a word. It's, it's just, just, it's just it's I'm, double va- Sc- I'm double vaxxed. Scout's honor. Scout's honor. Double vaxxed, sir. You cannot uh, question otherwise. But either way, I would, I would hope, um, again, that most people would be by. This will be November. Probably a little optimistic. But yeah, I, I, if, if, if it's allowed, I mean, Madison Square Garden. I'm sure they can implement some sort of. Please be double vaccinated. All the staff has to be double vaccinated. All the fighters, coaches, everyone has to be double vaccinated. So it's possible. It's the issue, definitely, of the partial. They might also decide. Well, we still only want to have partial capacity. And that's where we run into uh, the problem with Dana White, who has said, "I'm not doing partial capacity to venues. It's it's sold out all the way. So if there's even the slightest chance that there's that extra bit of uh, safety protocol um, from Madison Square Garden or from uh, you know the the um, from New York City, you're you're not going to see UFC 268 in Madison Square Garden. it's just not going to happen in New York. So um, I like the suggestion there. Definitely uh, Florida, the paradise that Dana White has uh, <laughs> has declared Florida to be. It's probably where 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 they would have it. Um, yeah, for the Covington factor, send Usman into some, I guess, enemy territory. Covington plays in in Florida, right? Like, I mean, he's popular still there, right?
3: Yeah, Usman so used to, Usman used to train in Florida too, and he just mm-hmm. knocked out Hari Masvidal in Florida, so I don't think he'll have yeah. any problem with there. Uh, Florida's yeah. numbers are looking horrendous, though.
5: <laughs> real bad, real bad.
3: Yeah, so I don't know. If, I don't know if Florida's possible. Do you think Colby Covington is gonna want to fight? In an arena, if people are being forced to be vaccinated, it something tells me he's not.
4: That was my thought too. Like, even if the UFC could make MSG work, it would be a kind of a Dana move to just pull out of New York City as protest. You know, yeah. I could see that totally happening.
3: Yeah, I mean, we've already seen a handful of fighters, including bantamweight champions, tweet about this, uh, which was alarming. I think a lot of he he was like, ar- I don't get people that argue on Twitter on general. But he was like <laughs> arguing with a lot of like people with like 10 15 followers i'm like Dude, you're stop it you're a public figure. it happens
6: to the best
4: <laughs>
3: it happens to the, i put my i can't do it i can't do it anyway uh miami vegas or other i guess arizona's possibility it doesn't seem like we care about any of this happening over here <laughs> texas maybe i know he, dana wants to go to texas a bunch i would assume vegas or texas though vegas you have to wear masks now from what i hear well, yeah, you have to at least wear the mask. I don't know how they're handling like vaccines and stuff. But from what I've heard, because I haven't been back to Vegas in a bit, is the media has to wear masks again. Like even if you are vaccinated, you have to wear a mask, even backstage. Hey, are you frozen?
5: Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just my video. Just me. Yeah. Okay. McDonald's Wi-Fi. You know how it is. I got to get into McDonald's. Yeah. I can't.
3: I, I couldn't tell if uh, you were deep in thought.
5: Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, the video's probably a little choppy. Hopefully, the audio's coming
3: through. Anyway, we got a few qu- we got a few comments from the previous question. Let's go, if they come up. Champions, championship clause, three fights for AJ. Source: Mike hmm. wants to interview with McKee. So, there you go. Questions asked, answers received. Wait, wait,
5: what does that what does that mean? What does that mean? I he think the championship
3: it. clause, oh. like, so you might extend your fight three, your contract three oh. fights. Oh. So, question asked, answers received. But then received. if
5: you. Oh, okay, okay. So it's so like starting from when he won it. Yeah. They're saying like that he he now owes them three fights. Okay.
3: AJ McKee versus Concord McGregor might help. Oh, okay. Don't know, don't know who Concord McGregor is, but if you're thinking of Conor McGregor, wrong weight class unless AJ wants to go to 155, which I know he definitely does. Some people are saying there's there's a lot of like people throwing names out for uh, AJ McKee, but they're all pretty much what he said like AJ versus Max, AJ versus this. Anyway, moving on.
5: Savage, so, so, so McKee okay. annihilates McGregor at this point, right?
4: <laughs> at nice. this point Con- concord's a goner
5: concord mcgregor does not stand a chance against
3: mm. just your opinions what are some of the worst pay-per-views has ever put on this week features oh, this, the in- question. this week yeah. features an interim heavyweight title fight no one asked for when we could be receiving john jones versus francis g francis his first name begins with an n Francis Ganu. and Francis
0: Ngannou
3: also okay that's fair also Francis Ngannou is the reigning heavyweight champion of the world he would get top billing not John Jones anyway worst pay-per-views
5: Jose you can go for it yeah this is a Jose UFC, question I,
3: I... is it 149 was that the Calgary one
5: that was oh gosh bad. I was I was there I that think. was real bad I was there as a fan I believe 177 oh, gosh, was, I there? was also
3: really bad
4: why was admit, it
3: bad so 149 was just decimated by injuries and like oh. every i think only one fight had its original one main okay. main card fight had its original was the original fight and that was Shet congo versus i can't even remember and even after Shet congo was like i was hurt i should have pulled out because it was a bad <laughs> it was a bad fight he just it was a bad heavyweight fight and he was like i should have pulled out but he didn't want to because everyone was, ha- there was that like there was oh. like a two-year stretch of time where like Everyone got hurt. Uriah Faber was supposed to fight Dominic Cruz at UFC 148, and that was like the big rivalry. And UFC 148 was Anderson Silva versus Chael Sonnen 2, which was going to be the biggest pay-per-view ever at the time. And they were the co-main event for that. Dominic Cruz gets hurt, so they pull Uriah Faber from... See, Alex's cat is so upset about the talk of UFC 148. So they did Uriah Faber versus Hannon Burrell was the main event. Which was a fine fight, but it's not what people wanted. It was also for an interim title, not not the yes. undisputed title. And uh, uh, the co-main was Hector Lombard and Tim. His Boche. debut. His this, debut. Was Lombard,
5: this was Lombard's. De- oh, that was so disappointing. Who was he
3: supposed to fight? I don't think it was. I don't think it was originally Tim uh, uh
5: I don't know. I'm looking at. I only, I only see. Oh, oh, Bis- No, 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 no. Oh, Bisping was supposed to fight Tim Bosch. Yes, and then Hector. Lombard so I don't know I don't where. I don't heck- know. Regardless, yes. that wasn't the best. fight. That was fight. very disappointing. That was still dana white to this not want to say to this day but as recently as like a couple years ago it was like still mentions 149 as like like he apologizes for it well that's <laughs> why the
3: that calgary fox card that he brought it was like eddie versus dustin uh joanna tisha torres who else is on that card there was one other really big fight i can't remember uh but he's like this is a like a pay like a payback and i'm sorry for UFC 149, (laughs) uh, UFC 177 was pretty bad, but that was also decimated by injuries. Uh, that was the co-main event was supposed to be TJ Henneper out too, and then Henneper out, passed out cutting weight like two days before. So they took Joe Soto former Bellator champion who was fighting on the prelims in his debut and just elevated him to the, a title
5: fight. He he came up when we were asking, I think, people were asking like if it was Michael Chandler, one of the fastest ever to uh no. to, to get the, a title fight in the UFC and the, and and we were like, "Joe Soto is the answer the, the day of his debut."
3: Yeah. Um and then I can't remember what the I can't remember what the rest of the card was shaping up to be. I think DJ Chris Carioso was the co-main. And then that got moved to UFC 178 as the main event. Mm, that was the first Conor Dustin card. And Correct. Tony Ferguson versus Danny Castillo was yeah, elevated that, to the co-main event.
5: Yes. Controver- that was a controversial fight, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, yeah, uh, oh, that yeah, was one yeah, of controversial- those fights where Danny that.
3: Castillo spent the entire fight on top. And Tony Ferguson was just stone elbows from the bottom. And Danny Castillo's interview post-fight, because he thought he won, was if this fight was in jail, Tony Ferguson would have had a new dad. <laughs> Like, okay. uh, special
5: shout out to uh, UFC 76. Back when they did uh, titles for pay-per-views, which I sorely miss. <laughs> UFC 76 uh, knockout, which uh, did not feature any knockouts, which is oh, just yeah, hilarious. Go. But but it had it had Forrest Griffin a Shogun Hua great fight. So I mean it's not it's not like it was a terrible card. I don't think. So I'm looking back on it, it certainly wasn't the more memorable ones. But it is funny that um, there was three three submissions, five decision, uh, six decisions, no knockouts. On, UFC
3: uh, UFC 33 is like widely considered to be like one of, if not the worst. That was the, f- I believe, the first pay per view post 9 11. So apparently, like, go- Vegas was a ghost town from all the stories I heard. Like, no one was in Vegas doing anything because of the situation going on in the country. Uh, and Dana put this stacked card together. Like, he had three five round fights at the top. And he actually did the Star Spangled Banner at the beginning. And it was like a whole big thing. And then ev- almost every fight went to a decision, including the three. Five round fights and they went over time, so I'm pretty sure fans mm-hmm. didn't even see the end of the fight. Uh, I think it was Tito Ortiz versus Vladimir matsuchenko Of course, Ak Lee remembers that fight vividly. <laughs> so I believe oh, that those, those are the those are usually on the short list for worst uh, You I guys, think.
5: you guys have been to more live events than I have. Savas, mm-hmm. what's like the worst like live event you've been to? Like just for whatever reason, whether it's because the card was bad or you just had a crap experience or. <laughs>
4: um like a really bad experience there's a couple of like and it has nothing to do with like the promotion of the fighters or anything obviously just like it would be like personal problems or like issues with other media members or
5: oh we can't okay all right all right, all right. cut it cut it cut it
4: no it's nothing bad i mean not, people just that kind of i'm show. A short i'm a short person and so like i always like go up to the oh. front because i'm not blocking anybody's view and then there's people who don't acknowledge the headspace above me as my personal <laughs> space <laughs> And people are like trying to put their camera above me. And then like this guys like arms kept falling and hitting me in the head. I'm like my guy, like (laughs) my space. (laughs) It was,
3: I think it was UFC 200, UFC 222. I can't quite remember the exact pay-per-view number, but it was back when the, the T-Mobile arenas media room was the visiting team locker room. Cause like, obviously (laughs) the T-Mobile arena is an NHL, uh, state uh, arena. And one of the local media TV studios got there really late. And the, the scrums were already happening and he kept telling me to move. And I was like, bro, I've been here for three hours. You just got here. And I was gonna fist fight him. I was real angry. I was real, real angry. PR yelled at him. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, last and last things. AK, what's the worst uh, event you've covered live then?
5: I've only been to like a handful. Uh, you've and been to I don't Calgary, I, you've been to Edmonton, no, I don't you've been I, to you know what? I, just said, I, I don't think I was in Calgary. Detroit. I, if I, I think I remember if it was at 149 live. I don't think I was there live. Uh, but I was at what was the one in Winip? Uh, Henderson. Oh, that one was
3: that? Rashad Evans. Henderson, Rashad Evans. That was bad. Yes, that I had Bay Roy point. Nelson was the co-main event. Yeah, that, that was real great. bad.
5: <laughs> that was as a fan, though. I was not. Yeah. I was not covering it. That was before. That wasn't so. great. That wasn't great. <laughs> we've had some bad cards up here. <laughs> we've had some bad. We've had some up great here. cars up there too. We've had some great. Anyway, yes, we've had
3: some great- Four Corner Sports and why again on Twitter? Cody Cody Garbrandt going down to one twenty-five five one twenty five pounds to fight Kaikara France, how many wins would he need to have a fight for the belt? And can this jump can this jump to go down jump to go down? Jump to go down to flyweight help him oh. have longevity or would Bantamweight White give him that bet that better of an opportunity? So Okay. Um worded strange, but I understand what you're saying. Uh I think if Cody beats Kaikar France, he fights for the title next.
0: Oh, shit.
5: If he, if it's like a first round knockout, yeah, easily. I mean, he I got. Think he regardless got, of he was, regardless
3: of whether it's a knockout or not, I think he could fight for the title.
5: I think if it's a stinker, I don't think he fights for the title. But I mean, we have to see what other options are at one twenty five. But he uh, he was scheduled to fight Figgy last for the December, title, so he, and he, he was gonna have got, got, no wins. He has no wins at one twenty five. So <laughs> it's a good question. But I mean, I think if like I think if you think about it for like two seconds, the UFC loves Cody Garbrandt. They love Cody Garbrandt. Um, they like his style of fighting. They like his personality. He has and, a huge following uh, online. Huge online following. Uh, he's he he look his, the way he came up. He was a made man after he beat Dominic Cruz. He was a made man after that, right? So his name is going to carry that forever. Uh, yeah, one win. What well, I think it has to be impressive, Jose. He doesn't think so, Sabas. I don't know. What do you think? Gets it no matter what.
4: Well, I can, based on what you're saying, you convinced me. Yeah, probably. But if it was up to me, Brandon Moreno would would not fight anyone for a long time and <laughs> remain flyweight champ for ever.
5: Sabas, that is not an option. The man has to. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: yes.
3: uh, I think what Cody has going for him is Brandon Moreno is already mentioning Cody. They're like, "Who do you want to fight next?" He's like, "I like the Cody fight." So if the champ is mentioning you, then you're already on the short list. But if if Cody wants to see how his body reacts before going back down, that's that's another thing. Also, let's not forget this fight is in December. A lot of things could happen between now and December. Kai could get hurt. Cody could get hurt. There's a pandemic happening in the world. Chad Skelly walked all the way to the octagon and didn't even fight. So until I see Kai Car France and Cody Garbrandt inside the octagon, this fight's not happening.
5: What about uh, what do you guys think though, about the the longevity side of it? Yes, will this inc- will this increase his longevity? <sighs> he's
3: not a big he's not a big bantamweight. He said he would walk around at like one forty five, one forty. 140. So if he's only if he's cutting five to ten pounds, he'll go to one thirty five, and he adds ten to fifteen. It's not going to be great. Alex, you like Morning Wayans. Alex Savage, you like Morning Wayans. It's going to
4: get harder every year, though. I mean, the older you get, that's what they say.
3: Yeah, you don't historically see fighters go down in weight getting older.
4: Yeah. I'll say good luck to you. I mean, I don't (laughs) want to do it.
5: Four, four Corner Sports, I'm Sprouts like, uh, right, okay. like Casey. Yeah. Uh, four Corner Sports hopped into our chat. and he said, Sorry, for the, sorry, for the, I was driving into the city as I was tweeting. Don't drive and tweet people. Come on. This is, uh, <laughs> you know what? That's what you should be apologizing for, not the wording.
3: So I didn't think people drove into New York City.
5: <laughs> it seems
3: like a nightmare.
5: Boom.
3: Anyway, Boom. I'm going to go through the YouTube comments, see if we got anything. A lot of talk about AJ going to one fifty five. Someone says they're t- AK. How's it tough Ben? We don't get a lot of the Ultimate Fighter questions anymore. Oh or yeah. Maybe, or you know what? Maybe we do, but uh, Casey runs the <laughs> questions, and Casey is a known uh, hater of the Ultimate Fighter, so maybe we just don't <laughs> talk about it. How's the Ultimate Fighter, Ben?
5: The fights have been excellent. Uh, the fights have been really good. So that so that part of it is, if you're one of those people who only tunes in for the fights, you're having a great time. Very very good fights. Very entertaining fights. Uh, the show is as big as ever. maybe more boring they did nothing to change in their hiatus between 20 season 29 season 28 nothing to change the format nothing and that's fine i've said this to a bunch of people if you love the ultimate fighter for what it is again you're enjoying the fights and you're enjoying the the way they handle the pre-fight hype and kind of looking at the guy's lives cool cool if you're kind of if you thought it was stale like 10 seasons ago it feels more still than ever. Like, it feels like a show, honestly, that came out five years ago, six years ago. It's so weird. Um, yeah. But a lot of exciting names on there, like Ricky Tercios is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's cool to see Vincent Murdoch uh, get back in the cage. You know, he had the, the brain condition. Um, so he's he's back. So there's, there's some good stories in there, good talents. I think they picked the right divisions. Um I don't know if I see anyone as being like, oh, this guy's going to be a future champion or anything, but I think we know a long time ago that that's really not um, what the Oldwood Fighter or, or the Contender Series are, are for. So uh, I would say, recommend like if again, if you like Tough, check it out. Otherwise, if you tuned out a long time ago, there's not a lot of reason to tune back in.
3: I'm still shocked that they're still using the neon-colored basketball jerseys as uniforms.
4: Yes, that has oh, to go. I like go. those. No,
5: no, no. See, that I'm a fan. But again, I'm a tough guy, so it's like right, I'm a
3: tough. I mean,
5: stuff. I'm a tough <laughs> I'm a TUF guy.
3: I want to see something. I want to see some flair. I want to see some jumpsuits. I want to see basketball. I want to see like boys to men jumpsuits.
4: Yeah, we need to elevate it. Reality TV has okay. gone off the deep end. Like they need to keep up. Oh yeah, Let yeah. Let me no, know I- if sh-
3: you Alex Savis, you haven't watched the Ultimate Fighter, huh?
4: I actually watched two episodes this season. The first two episodes because I love Volkanovski, uh-huh. so yeah. I thought I'd give it a shot, and it was just unbearable. Like he said, I mean, it's like watching something from 1994. Like yeah. I feel like it should be in 4-3 on my TV. <laughs> it's Like unbelievable.
3: Yeah, if people don't know, Alex savage is our resident reality TV show expert on MMAfighting.com. So if she doesn't watch it, it's
4: probably it's not, not scandalous it's, it's enough. Probably <laughs> not scandalous.
3: Yep, there you go. Anyway, from like
5: you guys, but the, the jerseys, if they, if they adopted like full on like Adidas like tracksuits,
3: yeah. Oh. With the yeah, kangaroo, we like the kangaroo oh, hats and everything.
5: Yeah, LL Cool J, just straight up LL Cool Jing it. Yeah, have
3: some <laughs> dope donkey chains rolling into. I'd be about it. I'd actually watch. I'd get a jersey and everything. Anyway, <laughs> 001 Dustin recently said, recently talks about maybe retiring and fo- focusing on hot sauce business after winning the belt. Habib and Henry uh, Henry Cejudo also retired in their prime. Do you see the same trend with fighters who are able to secure their future financially to leave MMA early? after winning the belt so ak i think it's different fighter to fighter because we see a lot of guys who i'm sure are financially set a la matt brown he owns a gym you know he's already retired once i don't think he's hurting for money but he continues to fight because he just enjoys fighting he doesn't need it it's just you know something he enjoys doing but then when you see guys like henry cejudo and habib i think habib might be a little different i don't think he retired because of monetary reasons he retired because his father passed away and his his mother didn't want him to fight more. Henry definitely retired for monetary reasons. Uh, wanted a lot more money than Dana White was willing to pay him, so he just retired. So, AK, we'll start with you. Will we see this trend moving forward? more? Will we see this trend pop up more moving forward?
5: I think it's like you said, it depends from fighter to fighter. Dustin's going to be an, an interesting example because if you remember, he, he has so much mileage on him. He's yeah. been fighting since he was like a teenager, like since he was like 20. At pros, since he was I can't, like well, What's
3: the documentary they did on him? Like fight, Fightville? Fightville? Fightville, yeah. He was like, Three and oh or something like that, fighting in like a, like a like a carnival or something like that. Yeah, it's like really yeah. wild.
5: Yeah, he's he's got so he's a different story. He's got a lot more maz than most. He's only it's crazy. He's only now starting to make the money that he should that a, an athlete of his caliber should be making. Mods
3: Ma, all uh, is the same. Is the same. Yeah, yeah,
5: same right. So so it they have a different perspective on it. Like these, a, a guy who becomes champion. Like uh, let's bring up Cody Garbrandt. A guy like Cody Garbrandt. Even if he had a successful business, um, which I don't know, maybe he does has some things uh, on the, you know, on the roast or on the fire, as it were, um, he's probably still going to stick around a few more years longer because it's like, again, he's, he's, he became champion so young, um, you know, they want to fight, they want to, they want to, they want to do it. But Poirier, he's had all the thrills. He's done, he's really done it all. He's beaten Conor McGregor twice. He, again, he's won an interim belt. If he wins the undisputed belt, it his face to say, oh, now he's just grounded and really cement his legacy. But Legacy does not feed the Bulldog. Um, and, and it's like, he has a family. I don't know if we ever... I'll, I'll I'll kind of go in a different path direction. I don't know if we ever again see the, the Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre, Demetrius Johnson, 8, 9, 10, 11 straight title fights. Oh, uh, John
3: you're getting ahead.
5: Oh, here we go. Also, so, do you see yeah. Anderson,
3: GSP, John Jones, Demetrius like streak yeah. from any fighter in the future? So before we answer that, Alex Savas, are we going to see more <clears throat> more fighters retire early for financial reasons?
4: Yes, but I don't think it's purely financial either. A lot of the time, I mean, we're getting so much more science and data back about like CTE mm-hmm. and the effects of sparring and things like that. And what we saw with like the Spencer Fisher piece from um, our own Stephen Morocco, like this is entering people's heads. And so Mike Heck did an interview with one of the younger guys, a new guy. And he was very aware of the damage he took in the fight. And he's like, that was more damage than I wanted to take. You know, I don't want to keep doing oh. this. Like, like who was that? He, I think was it was Jeff this, Molina. Maybe.
3: Mm. And
4: he, he was just very, he's like, I don't want to take that much damage in my next fights. Like these, these young guys coming up are very aware of, of the, the effects of fighting and stuff like that. So, but the retiring early and in your prime, I mean, I'm, I'm full 100% advocate for because otherwise, like you're going to talk about legacy. I mean, people want to remember your name as it's prime not to mention if you're looking for financial stability after the fact if you want to open a gym if you want to brand yourself or do any of those things it's better to do it while people know you as one of the best or going out on top you know nobody wants to join a gym of an old washed up ufc champ or whatever so that's all all part to consider
3: the answer scott mccrate's question how does it benefit retire fighter to retire because they're not getting paid enough to answer the henry cejudo question henry cejudo was set was fine financially he just wanted as he said, heavyweight money. And he wasn't going to get it. So he had the power to walk away. Some fighters can't walk away. Uh, because it's like, as Tim Mean said, he likes fighting. Doesn't really care if he fights for the belt or not. Because to him, this is a day job. And this is how he feeds his kids.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, what else are you going to do? They've right. been fighting their whole life. Have, they don't have any training. Have
3: you ever seen that? Either of you seen when Miguel Cotto lost one of his last. I think I can't. It might have been a Canelo. And then he was backstage because you know how boxing does behind the scenes and 24-7 documentaries better than anything the UFC has ever done. And they just had a camera on him. It wasn't like camera cuts or anything. There was no ambient music playing so you could just hear all the noise around him. And his hands were unwrapped, but he was in the back. His face was all bruised and cut. And his wife is sitting next to him and she's just like clearly holding in tears because this is like his 50th something fight he just lost badly and then she, he just like looks looks at her and she starts bawling her eyes out and he goes and his phrase was like what else can I do? This is all I got. Ugh. This is all I and I was like oh my god like a ouch praise the cameraman but don't show me that. I don't want I don't want to see that but uh, I'll try to find that clip uh and tweet about tweet it tweeted out or something like that but that is that sticks with me also because I Went into that fight as I have said many times. I'm a big Canal Alvarez fan, so I was really happy. But then I saw that, and I just got it. Just bummed me out so badly because I also I liked Miguel Cotto. I just was not rooting for him at the time, but it made me feel bad. I think he had one more fight and then retired. One of the best yeah. ever. Anyway, to answer uh, Ray's question on Twitter: Do you ever see an Anderson, GSP, John Jones, or Demetrius like championship championship streak with any fighter in the future? Uh, I think if someone's going to do it, it'll probably be Kamar Uzman right now, or maybe Izzy. I think the Robert Whitaker fight is going to be very telling. Uh, Ak,
5: no, I, I don't think it would really surprise me. I mean, the, the, the equivalent, if anything, Amanda Nunez and mm, Valentina Shevchenko come to mind. Amanda Nunez, especially, if, I mean, if you combine the featherweight and bantamweight title defenses, then she'll get close. You know, she'll. But we already know she's starting a family. Uh, she's mentioned multiple times, not, not that she wants to retire, but she's clearly looked ahead beyond her competitive years. So I always say with her every year, honestly, coming up could be could be her last. Um, I really would be surprised if she's still competing in 2023. I would be surprised. I, I really would. And uh, so, so she she could come the closest, but who knows how many title defenses are even in there? It could be one fight a year for her. She might not even want to modify more than once. Um, and then, and like I said, th- those guys come from a different era where the money was a little different, the way the UFC True. ran itself was a little different. Um, I, I I find it, I think it'd be really difficult to to hit the kind of eight, nine, 10, 11 consecutive title defenses again. There's other options again. I know people don't want to talk about this all the time, but like celebrity boxing. There's other things to look out outside the UFC. Um, Look how Conor McGregor handled it, just kind of jumping between divisions. The motivation, it's just not that great incentive, I think, to necessarily keep defending titles as opposed to looking for for new challenges and jumping to other divisions. And So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's highly doubtful we see one of those again.
3: Valentina, if someone's going to do it, it'll be Valentina, I think. Mm-hmm. But she got Alexa Grosso coming up. shes I don't think Macy's close. Macy obviously believes she's close. Miranda Maverick, I think, was only going to get better off of her loss. What else is a 125 that could give her a test? I mean,
5: pe- people are really excited about like Menel Fioro and stuff oh, like that. But yes, but yes, but, yes. but some of these people feel so far away. They are. Like, they feel Again, so. They're like, like prospects. They're pro- so like exactly. they're not even prime close. Like the, the
3: top five. I th- I think the Elissa Grosso fight would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like striking wise. Who's Grosso fighting right now? She's Andrea Lee. Oh no, she's fighting JoJo. 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 Yeah. Oh. oh, that fight rules. They UFC really wants JoJo Valentina. They've given JoJo a million number one <laughs> contender fights. I want it. They've given <laughs> I want it at this point. Uh Alex Avis. Are we getting to see another long reigning champion?
4: I was gonna say yes, but it can kinda changed my mind about, you know, just looking for greener pastures. You're right, like being the champ isn't really the pinnacle of the career anymore. No. It's like what else is out there? So
3: I think for all the money. I think Valentina could do it. I think Valentina's financially secure and she just seems to enjoy fighting. Like training competing at a high level uh she's also one of the few that is like next man up you know a lot of champions after three or four wins title defenses they start looking for those big money fights but valentina really does seem just give me the next body like she's like when when jennifer maya won she's like jennifer maya's next when jessica Andrade moved up she's like okay like she's not arguing and dana loves those fighters you know (laughs) loves them uh Valentina is fighting Lauren Murphy is that in October or September?
5: October.
3: Is that the uh, sip is that the, is that the co-main event to Ortega Volkanovsky? Oh,
5: wait a minute. It's Sept- yeah, September. September.
3: And then the Nick Diaz show is right before it. That's mm-hmm. also a five round. Oh my god. No, I can't believe about that. But yeah, I would say Valentina. Um if Izzy gets through Robert Whitaker, which is by no means an easy task. Is there anyone at 185 for him? Is there well, anyone I mean, at, at 185 for either of men, honestly, outside <laughs> of each other?
5: I, you know, no,
3: I, I know. I think they're the clear cut.
5: They're the clear they cut. They are the best. They are clearly
3: yeah. 1A, 1B to me. Yeah, one, yeah. If they fight 10 times,
5: that could be 5 and 5. Yeah, I picked up against it. Well, you know, hey, Sean Strickland, let's get up there. Let's see what Sh- Sean Strickland Dude, can do.
3: Sean, <laughs> we're gonna, I have, there's been a few questions uh, about Sean Strickland's performance in the chat, and Hey man, Sean Strickland fights Izzy or Robert Whitaker, that'd just be a fun fight. Don't 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 know if he wins, but he's gonna talk a lot.
5: And so would Izzy. That's not gonna get in Izzy's head at all. Let me tell you something. He's not gonna he's no. not gonna put up with that.
3: Right. And Robert Whitaker's just gonna like laugh at him. Just like I'm gonna
5: Savas, I know you don't want Moreno to ever defend his title, but do you think he could? Do you think he has the potential? to defend? It's such a tough division, but it's I mean, a hard division. He, he, could he, rattle off.
4: he could, he very well could, but it's just, it's, it's one of those things where every fight feels like a coin flip at some point. Like it just, uh, anything can happen. Well, you know, it's just that mentality
3: to go off of that. I can't find the question. I'm losing the questions are coming a lot faster than they were at the beginning. Uh, oh, perfect. There it is. Oh, let's get this one out of here. Why do you think high-stake fights finish so quickly? Is it related to high-pressure example? Uh, Andrew Silva, Chris Weidman, Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor, and most recently, Patricio Pitbull, A.J. McKee from Tekuro Man 91 So we do see a lot of fights that are built up in this big, exorbitant fashion. The UFC puts the PR machine behind it. And when's the last time the UFC has built up this big, mega-fight that's ended being like a fight of the year? Oh, like a, wow! Or like a, uh, an, an insane fight. Like you can even like a man known as Ronda. That was lightning quick. Like a man known as Misha Tate was lightning quick. Aldo McGregor, McG- Eddie Alvarez McGregor. I know that was the second round, but it was still like that. That could have that Eddie won zero seconds of that fight. Like he just pieced him up. I mean, uh, you're counting not Israel Adesanya, Robert Whitaker, Like again, that was built we... up to be the big the big middleweight fight.
5: We just saw Sanhagen Dildeshot. So I guess I'm, I'm, that, I was thinking of yeah. like title fights and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. High fights. yeah. yeah. That, that'd be like a tier B high stake fight. Like, yes. You're talking about tier A.
3: Yeah. Like, Maybe even... like
4: Gastula Adesanya. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: that's a bang. Right on the money. Yeah. But the problem plus, with plus, that one yeah. is that was for an interim title, and I felt like the UFC was not getting behind that. Like yeah, marketing right. wise. Because the main plus event cool. was for like the lightweight. That was the co main event. I was
5: say, for yeah, a Holloway, right? For a Holloway. There that, we go. So
3: yeah, that was also for an interim title, though. Like, uh, like, oh. like, yeah, right. like, and also <laughs> Dustin wasn't the man yet. Remember, because D- <laughs> the only reason they got, they made that they wanted Tony Habib. Habib was taking time off, and then they said Tony fight Dustin for the interim title, and he said no, and so they gave it a Max. So that was like their third option. That wasn't even their first option. Was that the greatest fight card ever? Maybe it was at least the best main co-main one-two punch I can remember in a long time, but. Yeah, you guys aren't wrong about that one. But even like Habib Poirier, that was what second round submission,
5: third, third second. second,
3: second or third, third round. Like it's rough. It's rough. A lot. I don't know. I don't think it's high pressure or anything. These are also like the just the best fighters in the world fighting. Yeah. So anything can happen.
5: Yeah. Only I th- I think we were spoiled by the the GSP era where it was all uh, mm-hmm. a lot of control, a lot of control, exciting, exciting in its own way. I always thought, but I do remember at the time. Uh, GSP took a lot. I mean, probably to this day still. GSP I guess, took a lot of flack for his style, but the first—that's that, that, why he became so big. I
3: think uh, the first Anderson Silva Chris Weidman fight obviously ended fifth round submission, but Shelson Sonnen uh, no,
5: uh, so, you said Sonnen. Oh yeah, uh, Sonnen. you said Silva. Sonnen, yeah.
3: Silva Sonnen. That yes. fight ended, so that was a big Great. one. Um.
5: I mean, John Jones is, you know... John Jones in? Gusterson was bananas. Dominic Reyes. But, I mean, yeah, uh, how, how, how hyped were those fights? I guess, That's the what question. I'm saying. Compared, yeah. compared to Silva Weidman, Aldo McGregor, Pitbull, McKee. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Since, since, I think there's a bit of of, uh, of um, confirmation bias. I think now Figueredo, we're thinking about...
3: Figueroa, Moreno. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: That was a bit... Justin
3: Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. I know that was... I think a lot of people assumed Justin Gaethje would be a harder fight for Habib than Tony at the time, anyway. So that was more like, a, let's see how he does against Tony for the interim title. And I am so happy that happened in an empty arena.
5: The first uh, Cormier Jones fight went uh, went, to, went five rounds, right? So yeah,
3: but that wasn't very you know. competitive. Uh, but it was a
5: high. I mean, it was a highly highly hyped fight. You know? Salty Veteran says, "I think Volk for
3: sure. I don't think he beat. I don't think he beat Holloway, but he's a great fighter and champ worthy." I like Volk for sure. So is I don't know if you're saying I like Volk to have a long reign, mm. but a lot check of people out our,
5: check out our rankings. People check out our, if you're if you uh, I was check out our know, rankings. Yeah. By the way, which just just came uh, updated today, and you can you can see what we think of uh, Volkanovsky and what we think of of Holloway and AJ McKee.
3: I don't vote on the rankings. AK does, so you can go see how they've played out. Alex <laughs> is Volkanovsky or Holloway, your number 1 featherweight. Volkanovski. Yeah, mine too. But yeah. I just I put him there because he's the champion. If they a lot of people view it as talent-wise and I like I think Dustin Poirier is the most talented lightweight in the world. I still rank Charles Oliveira above him because he has a big shiny belt. But I mm-hmm. uh, it's neither here nor there. Anyway, I'm going to bring this up mm-hmm. because I want to correct this man, this Abdul Abdul Aziz, I can't pronounce. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce. I apologize for mispronouncing. name. Would you rather see AJ versus Max or Horiguchi versus Moreno in a fight? Well, I read this question completely wrong. I must have been really tired. This is an interesting question anyway. So I'm taking it back. What, does, what I, do you think it's saying? Like? I thought because I, I didn't see the Max thing. I was so tired when I was pulling these up because it's so early. I thought it was, would you rather see AJ versus Horiguchi or Moreno? I mean, really like that doesn't make any sense. But AJ versus Max or Horiguchi versus Moreno in a cross promotional fight. <laughs> I would, oh, probably AJ Max.
1: Oh, but the, dude, Horiguchi
3: Moreno—they are the most. They are two of the nicest people you will ever meet in the world. If there's so, oh man. All right, I'm. I'm gonna have to think about this. Alex Davis, <laughs> what do you say?
4: Um, I don't like watching two nice people fight, so I guess I'll take AJ Max.
5: There you go. <laughs> That's very fair. I, I'll, I'll make the case for Horiguchi Moreno. I mean, I just think i mean i know i know a lot of people might have uh might not be following horikuchi as closely because he's over in ryzen he's now fighting north america but he's his fights have been super exciting yeah uh as it was again before before he when he was in the ufc he just such a fun fighter to watch um and uh him and moreno i agree it would suck to that one of them would have to lose uh, unless it went to a draw but man like just the the the, the skill level and I'm not saying AJ versus McKee would not be a high-skilled fight, but there's something intriguing about the speed and the skill level of Horiguchi and Moreno. And I'm trying to imagine now in Japan, gosh, they have they're having COVID issues too. Like I want to see like a packed Saitama Super Arena or something. That's that's like my this great visual I have, but obviously that really can't happen now. And it's a cross-motional fight, so it can't happen anyway. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that to me maybe maybe I give that to Ed, the edge right now. Also, I'm probably more intrigued right now with sort of I still think there's um. Like there's challenges for AJ McKee and in, in uh, Bellator that I'm interested in. Uh, Moreno, yes, there's guys, but uh, again, some of the I think quite a few might be some of them might be rematches and things like that. And then uh, Horaguchi again, he needs fresh fresh opponents. so I think that'd be, be Horaguchi's
3: awesome. had the cross promotional fights in Bellator too. Yeah, right? yeah. Horaguchi well, versus well. Pettis would rule.
5: Yeah, and <laughs> and should happen.
3: Well, what if Pitbull dropped down to 135 and fought Horaguchi? Oh one can
5: dream yeah it's possible one can dream. again we, we've been saying he looks he looks yeah. like a guy who could make that cut
3: alex savis if you haven't watched like old ufc embedded or actually i'm pretty sure gucci has a youtube channel or just go watch some of his videos he is the most jovial man oh. not named brand moreno and he loves fishing so much i have <laughs> never met a man who loves fishing more than Kyoji Horiguchi like I think he, like this whole argument over like Gregor Lesby being the best fisherman in MMA I think is Kyoji Horiguchi I've been saying that forever there was an I remember an old Embedded before he was fighting Demetrius Johnson he was like in Montreal or Montreal and he was like watching he was literally just watching people fish on his iPad he goes and he's like this, this gets my mind right like um, he's like can't wait and he just literally he goes and he's just like this is this is my happy place I was like Oh, man. I'm here for it. That's, I'm that's here so for it. so weird. He's such a nice man, though. He trains down at a-, 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 a. He's at ATT, right? Yeah, he's at ATT. Such a nice individual. Anyway. Terrence Leverett on the site. Judging by round. We'll be quick with Well, I'll try to be quick with this. I know you all get asked questions about judging all the time, so I'll offer an idea. I said on Twitter to EKC e- and I think fights should be scored by the round. Like, if two out of three judges give you that round, you won it. That... That way we get rid of split decisions. If judging was done like this, like on the TJ versus Corey fight, he would have won. Thoughts. P.S. Please bring back the video questions or allow fans to video chat in like Brandon Schaub does on his new show. Thanks and welcome back, Alex. So, uh, yeah, we'll have we'll have updates on the A side maybe at another time for that. But I would love to bring back the video, video submission questions. But uh, real quick, AK, do you like the idea of judging fights round by round?
5: God, I mean, I'm not against it. It's because I, I don't think it paints that different of a picture than what we're getting now. So, for people who might not understand Terence's question, because I, I don't know if everyone knows the exact scorecard situation, two out of the three judges uh, scored the fight for Corey Sanhagen in three rounds of that fight with T.J. Dillashaw, but. If you look, if you just tabulate the numbers, uh, the uh, the math, the way it's you know the total score, then it's T.J. who got more, sorry, the more tens that he needed. I know it's confusing. I would just people go tell people go look up the scorecard and kind of do the math. It's it's almost like a like a mind trick. This happens in a few fights. This also happened in the second uh, Nunez Shevchenko fight. Shevchenko actually won two out of three judges' scores on three rounds out of five, but the way the math adds up. Uh, uh, Amanda Nunez gets the gets got had more 48-47s. It's very very strange. So I would I would I'm not against trying it. I don't think it goes against the spirit of um how the scorecards are supposedly tabulated. So let me put this way. I'm more into this than open scoring. So yeah, I can say that now because Casey's not here. So I'm not gonna get a whole <laughs> diatribe about it. But uh, yeah, I like I, I it, it is and so many people thought Corey won. It would kind of go along with the eye test as well. Now, would it create some other new controversies? I'd have to look back at kind of, again, situations where maybe it didn't work out that way. But I like the idea, Terrence. That's, that's a good point to bring up. And I, I'd advise fans really look at these scorecards and kind of be like, how did that – how did this come to this number? It's it's, it's it's interesting.
3: It will be interesting when you get those 9-9 nine, nine rounds. Like, like they didn't – who got the – was it the Kai Kamaka? Not Kai Kamaka. Heck, yeah, yeah, Kai Kamaka, Kai Kamaka. And, yeah, he got a point yeah, taken Yeah, the, away. the low blow. Yep. And it was a draw. Alex, yeah. do you like this idea? Quick.
4: Uh, no, it's just a band-aid fix for what the real problem is, and that's bad judges.
5: True.
3: Correct. I like. I like the. <laughs> I just like the. You won this round. You won that round. Like in Pride. I don't need the whole 10-9 system. If you're and like uh, <clears throat> everyone has said, I know uh, Alex Davis got Izzy on camera saying like, use the whole 10-point system. Give it like 10 threes. Give it 10 fours. Like, like 10 sevens shouldn't like. We never get 10 sevens anymore uh i remember when frank edgar and gray maynard fought to a draw do you remember that first round ak was just
5: i prefer not to think about that because i'm a big frank Uh, Edgar fan and i just remember the slam the comeback (sighs) slam
3: yeah that first round was basically gray maynard beat him as close to death as a fighter could possibly like if the referee stopped it i would have been like yeah thank god but he let it happen and then frank edgar still came back and won and I remember Gray Maynard rewatching draw, that Draw, and draw, he, draw, Yes, draw. draw. Well, he draw. then he 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 climbed back up the The next, scorecard. the yeah. next. Yeah, I remember Gray Maynard watching it. There was like a, it was like an embedded, not embedded, it was like a countdown or something. He's like, why was that not a ten-seven? Like, why was that not a ten? Like, I was like, I don't, ha- I don't have an answer for you, Gray Maynard. That's a good question. Anyway, uh, I guess this individual has a second and third idea. Did we answer one of his before? I'm sorry, I. It's been a long morning. I apologize. <laughs> Second and third idea. I have tried messaging you guys on Facebook, but my question never gets read. Include international audience, please. Oh, sorry, um, I know it's live, but lots of other podcasts managed to include more than U.S. audiences in their shows. You're not wrong. I apologize. Uh, we will bring this. <laughs> we will bring this idea to Casey from Unique Areola. Interesting username you got going on. Spelled with U apostrophe Neek. I watched Bellator for the first time. And these are some things that I enjoyed over UFC events. So interesting question that we answered asked Alex this earlier. Fighter walkouts production work following them beforehand. Well, so he likes the fighter walkouts is what he's saying. Like with
5: and the, this is the production work. It's on Showtime, right? So yes, a yes, yes, yes. So it's kind the boxing of. Style, I
3: don't do know it. how if it's. I don't know if that's Bellator employees or like UFC employees. When actually I know they hire a lot of their contractors because Alex when we covered the uh, Chicago, the car to Chicago our old colleague Hunter was with us and he knew all of the techs working he's like oh yeah I worked yeah. with that guy at an NBA game I worked at that guy at a hockey game so like they clearly brought in like professionals not like actual Bellator employees so did you guys do you guys like the walkouts for Bellator
4: I love
5: them Sounds <laughs>
4: Them. sure nobody does them right i feel like i would love them but like i don't know they're just
5: tell how should they be done
4: they're just cringy like just do better pick a better song <laughs> stop trying to dance if you're not on rhythm like I, it takes me out Whoa, of it completely
5: oh, i disagree with oh, people no. <laughs> dance dance your belt fighters dance your hearts out if you're terrible if you're good i don't care dance your hearts out who was hannah guy was a hannah guy yeah. the uh valley lareda uh who oh. beat hannah, that's the I, that was one of my favorite moments of the year. Dance, you know, dance, dance, dance. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> you know, I can I will never tell people not to dance Imus. How dare you? Did you no, stay. Uh, did you guys like a- Did you
3: guys like AJ's entrance coming out to Dr. Dre with the money and everything? Oh, I was sick. I don't remember it. He walked he's... out to Dr. Dre, uh, with obviously yeah. California, angle Williams from California, and he had a massive water. I don't know if it was real money or not, but it's obviously the winner gets the million dollar check and he threw it up in the air. I think that is very overplayed. Yeah, in that's every so aspect, okay, fine. In fine. every aspect of entertainment, not just the sporting world, but <laughs> yeah. Making It Rain is very 2003 for me. And I have no, if it never happens again, I wouldn't care. Unless, some of these, unless it was something funny. Some of these
5: entrances do, do have a little bit of a uh, high school uh, vice presidential election quality yeah. to them. But <laughs> I, I, I like that. I always have. Maybe I'm immature. <laughs> I like that. I want. I, I need someone to do. You guys remember when they did the elections in high school? I need someone to do the. Oh, he's he's coming in on a helicopter, and he's he's on a boat, and then he's driving in on a motorcycle, and it's like he's coming into the arena, and it's like oh, now he pops out of the entrance. Wow, how did he do that? So That's amazing. Look, pretty I,
3: much what need, the old WWF used
5: to do. Yeah, yeah. I need one of those. <laughs> I, I find those hilarious.
4: If you want to be cheesy, then fine. But like, it's the, it's them taking themselves too seriously while they're like yeah. fake rapping like that what
5: are you doing no it has to be sincere or it's not funny i don't want i don't want them winking at us no i don't want i want us to be able to laugh with them okay
3: but see they're not laughing with themselves they're like yeah i look cool yeah, that's a f- I yeah look i'm like, so tough i that's look f- like i'm about to fist fight a human being and i'm throwing money in the air yo that's funny cool. 2003 <laughs> that's funnier <for> us. 2003, <laughs> 2003 Usher's still a uh, thing anyway <laughs> yeah
5: oh, yeah go ahead does the
3: round cage promote stand-up so i like the round cage aesthetically i despise what it does for for the actual fighting because you can't corner anyone yes. you cannot corner you cannot make these angles in a circular cage i think it's mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. hate the circle cage i hate it so much so give really me yeah. a doe decahedron over a circle <laughs> cage. that's a 16 side i think that's 16 sides anyway colored gloves were cool
5: love the colored gloves i love 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 yes you- and and look, uh, one Chris of the UFC, stop putting the fighters' shorts as the identi- short color as the identification <laughs> for the fighters. Just do red corner, blue corner. Just do red and blue. Sometimes they'll have, like, this guy's in the gray shorts. This guy's in the silver shorts. It's super—it's <laughs> really confusing. Uh, so at, at the very least, if, you, if UFC's not going to do a cool colored glove thing, just—you still have the corners. You still have the, 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 cor- the tape on their gloves. Just do the—which kind of corner they're in. Stop being cute with the colors. Love the gloves.
4: You can dance but don't be cute with the colors. Yeah. That, yeah. now you're getting it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
3: we got a few more questions specifically for AK if I can ever find them. I doubt it though.
4: No.
5: Are we counting John all Guy?
3: Past- what's the over on our Fast and Furious thirty happening? I mean, if you 100%. want to count
5: all Fast and Furious projects, it's already happened. There's been video game spin-offs, there's been shorts that's uh there's a cartoon starring Dominic Toretto's nephew, I believe, that's Tony Toretto. Yeah, so I mean we're kind of already if you're at all the lore. That's right, it's Paul lore, Walker.
3: What's is it Paul Walker? He's the one that passed away, right? Is he yes, the one that's getting, is he is su- it is he uh is it missing him?
5: The ninth one? Yeah, it's yeah. Just getting super awkward. Some people I saw really liked how it was handled in the new one, and I, I understand why. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll just say it's getting awkward. Why he doesn't show up, and and literally every movie now, the last two movies, it's one line. It's like it's like where's uh where's uh, uh Brian? Paul Paul Walker's gone. Where's <laughs> Brian? Uh, uh he's uh, he's got to look after the kids. All right, moving on. So let's go. We got to go save the world. It'd be Come really on. nice to
4: have,
5: it'd be really nice to have Brian around. It's a shame uh, he has to take the kids to school today. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Don't don't bring him up. Don't mention him anymore. Getting uncomfortable.
3: A.K. Who is the dude punching the bag and during the credits?
5: Oh, I answered this in the chat. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think he's an established Fast and Furious character, but right. he is a well-known sort of ca- also, character. Also,
3: Paul Walker is a, was a creep, right? Isn't that what I hear?
5: In real life, uh, yeah. there wasn't a great some person. Some, uh, you know, maybe a little Leonardo DiCaprio uh, dating some underage, uh, some young women. Um, not but great.
3: like no. when you say young, you mean like I, like under eighteen, young, right?
5: i have. To, I, I'm gonna tell people to look up. But there are allegations out there that yes, when he was yeah. coming out, there's some uh, some improper relations. So look that up. You guys can look that up.
3: Favorite Fast and Furious character, and then we'll end on this.
5: Mia. I will say this: uh, Jordana Brewster's character Mia is so underrated. She's like one of the most I have disregarded. Literally, no
3: idea that who that is. She
5: is the she is the love interest of Paul Walker in the first movie, but becomes so much more than that. She is the um, heart and soul of the Fast and Furious franchise. And just because she doesn't get to, she gets to kick ass in the new movie, but for the most part, she's like the 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 mom wife character but she is she motivates so much of the action in the series you shouldn't have saved this question for last because yeah. I can give you a 20 minute di- uh, treat treatise on why Jordana <laughs> Brewster is essential to the Fast and Furious series she was I would not love in I
3: movie. would love nothing more
5: she was sorely missed in the 8th movie but I'll say it. not my favorite character but I want people to show more appreciation to uh Mia Toretto slash Mia O'Connor I don't know if they ever actually get married Mia Toretto if anyway, bow, bow Wow
3: ever come back with his Hulk, Hulk Hulk he's in
5: the new one and he's not oh, so little oh man I shouldn't say that.
3: Yeah, he's but Bow Wow now.
5: Him and he's just Bow Wow now. And yes, all the, the three guys from Tokyo Drift come back and they are unrecognizable.
3: <laughs> they're like just, why? Yeah, they're
5: just older. They just look different. The, the movie, technically, I think it's set maybe yeah. five so years hear. after Tokyo so from Drift. From what I've gathered like
3: from like people that I know are. that watch this, it's like all the yes. movies are not in chronological order. No,
5: there's a lore. What? God, dude, there's yeah. a whole lore to <laughs> exactly.
3: Didn't know this? Is that not? Oh, I, that I had no idea. <laughs>
4: I've seen they, the first one like when it first came out, and I've never seen
5: anything. In Tokyo Drift, spo- I will spoil this movie because it's so old if you guys haven't watched it yet. There's a, there's a really cool character, uh, Han Solo, who dies. So, or just Han, yeah, who dies. But he's such a cool character, they wanted to bring him back for the sequel. So they said, oh, screw it. We'll just say he's alive, but that these movies are before, took place yeah, yeah. before Tokyo Drift. Ignore the phones. Ignore so, the cell phones. Is chronological? Back, yeah. chrono- like, Chronologically, is Tokyo Drift yes. the last movie? Not anymore. It is now before it, the timeline has caught up. So we are now with seven. We caught up. So, so, uh, it is between four and seven. No, sorry. Six, it is between six, six and seven. Learn
3: something new every day, but yes. I remember bow. I'm going to end on this bow. had his, was it, like a, a Scion, like one of those box cars and it was green. And he had customized it to look like Hulk fists were coming Horrible. out of
5: the car. I think they thought that was actually gonna like become something. Yeah, because it ruled.
3: Great. And like, <laughs> oh, no, like, le- like I don't remember what year that came out, but I was like, even I was like, that's stupid, but I love it. Anyway. <laughs> well, there you go. We're gonna that's, end this that, because we that got... sums
5: up the series. That sums up the series. Anyway,
3: we 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 just we went five minutes over. I know we got media day coming, so we can't hang out and chat with you all guys. All I'm sorry, Alex Avis, Before we sign off, you got anything to say? Anything no. to plug? No, 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 no. <laughs> no She doesn't. Hey, Kaylee. Uh,
5: watch Fast furious No, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, catch up. Oh, I, one question you didn't put up. If you're gonna start people, if you're if you're a fast newbie, a fasty newbie, or a furious newbie, whichever one you want to call foobie? it, a foobie Thank you, Alex You always have a, you know what to say. Uh, I would highly recommend starting with Fast Five. That's actually the first one I watched. It's just a really good movie. Yeah, it's the best. One.
4: That's it's the, the, last the best one, I saw. one of the
5: series. Yeah, it's the best one in the series it informs so much of what comes after it's a little bit difficult to go back after cuz the first one the first movie is so different from everything else <laughs> but you can but you can do it you can do it and uh, so i would say I for you got new guys fast 5
3: i absolutely love how into fast 5 fast and furious i k i'm very into it uh, it's very real this is it is this generation
5: star wars trilogy i
3: don't know if oh people know this no. it is it is this. i've
4: never seen star wars either but i no. would
5: wa- if i had to choose To watch the nine mainline uh, uh, Fast and Furious films or the nine mainline Star Wars films, I'll – and I love the original trilogy of Star Wars, one of my favorite trilogies ever. But in total, all nine, I'll take the nine Fast and Furious movies any effing day, any day.
3: All right. Anyway, we'll end it on that. Fast Five, The Rock bought my ticket, so I love that movie. That's after, other than that, I haven't seen any of them, so no judgment from me. Like You guys can like what you guys like. Stick around on this YouTube page. Casey is live on the scene at UFC 265 Media Day in Houston, and then Alex and I will get clips out, A.K. will get his stories out. But until that starts in 24 minutes, go read MMA Fighting's global rankings, and you guys can stop arguing in our Instagram comments over why our rankings are different. <laughs> <laughs> My God, people, how many people I had to remind that these are not the UFC ranks. But anyway, for Jose, that's Alex and Alex. See
0: you next week. With the NBA finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Vox mma That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit.
1: Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co/bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.